The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show, Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. It's good to be back doing the intro, John. I, I really appreciated you doing it last week, but I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable doing it. Paul, no one's happier than me. <laughs> that was awful. I hate, no, like, I when you, I was doing it last week, I hated it. I, I thought you did a good it. job. Well, I pulled through because I'm clutch in the clutch. Yeah, you have the clutch gene. But I did not prefer being the leading guy. I prefer to just do my little quips and let you do, the, do your thing, you know? Happy March. By the way, thank you. Thank great, you. great, great month, and it's a good time to be alive. Got a big interview today with a professional athlete. Yeah, NFL a, football player. Is it our first interview with NFL football player? Right. I think it is. Yeah. Well, Severson. Oh, true. But like current, current, current. current. Severson was a legend back in the day. Yeah. Batonio is one of the top guys in the league. Joel Batonio, one of the best offensive linemen in the league. You're right. Top five at his position, no doubt about it. I mean, he. He's like a franchise guy, isn't he, for the yeah. Browns? Like he they, just signed a big contract through, what, 2022 or something like that? I mean, he just went 0-16, but they can only go up from there. So that's a, actually a good play by them, if you really think about it. Because yeah. you can't go further down into the cellar. You, it's just a cellar. They could get up to the roof some point, hopefully next year. Plus we, the cellar is where all the wine is. Mm-hmm. So we were at On the Rocks with Joel Batonio. You know what, you know what really got me was that – I was gonna start taking a break from beers. Were you thinking this too? I well, I well, I wasn't thinking I was gonna take a break from beers, but I was thinking about bringing this up. Oh, okay, the yeah. fact that he got a beer. Yeah, he got the beer. And he rolled then, in hot at like two p.m. and we were thinking waters, and he goes, "I'm gonna Coors Light." He's like, "Well, I already got my workout done." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, well, I didn't, but I have to get a. I wasn't gonna work out anyways, but now I gotta get a beer." It wasn't the worst thing of all time. I mean, no, no. <laughs> I love beers, but great show, great interview. And uh, great food over there on the rocks. Unbelievable. If you haven't been on the rocks since, well, I used to like the beach club, right? It used to be the beach club. Mm-hmm. And then what was that god-awful place they put in? Did you ever go there? Like Pints? Is that what it was called? Pizza at the Beach? Oh, Pizza at the Beach was a good time. Yeah, that was before. Mm. Uh, Pints was just an awful, awful place. Shame. <laughs> Damn shame that they put that in. And <laughs> Are we an anti-Pints podcast? That I'll was an it. awful bar. I went one time and had the probably one of the worst times of my life. It's like <laughs> so she's like some like really upscale hipster lounge with like nice furniture, but you're like uncomfortable because you don't really like sitting on like couches in public places. I don't know. It sucked. Didn't have Coors Light. I think they only had like craft beer. All right, let's just not talk about that. Every okay, day. yeah, yeah. But, but the point is, on the rocks, they took out that wall that was always kind of weird in that place. They put in the horseshoe bar. This place is rocking now. Live music, like we. I, I don't know if you kept in the interview, but. When we're talking about how we were there for the Dodgers World Series, and it's just a great place to go. Good option in East Long Beach. Good park, a lot of parking over there too. So it is March, by far our favorite month. Like it's not even close. I'd say, at least for me. Well, it's close. I don't want to speak for you. It's but close. April's close. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I want to do a quick power ranking. A month power rankings. This is on the spot for you because you had no idea we were going to do this. But here we go. 
Uh, you want to go or you want me to go first? What do I do? Say my name. Well, we both agree March is one. March March has to be one. I'll give you number two. I like June. It's June. the start of summer. Yep. You know, Vacation John comes out, who's <laughs> my favorite John, Vacation John. Mine too, Paul. <laughs> you go to the Bay. You have a good time. It's the Chosen One's birthday. I was born in that month, which is a huge deal for everybody. So I like June. June number two. Number three, I'm going October. I'm going October. You, you're going for autumn. Yeah. Okay. You know, I was shooting on... I was shooting on October before, but then I realized it's actually pretty good. It's a good month. Yeah. Halloween. O- October's like the, the the April of autumn. Every time <laughs> Every time I it's tough being me. It's tough being me, John. So every time I get to be somebody else for at least one day, it's a good day. So Halloween's a good time. You got yourself playoff baseball, which is my favorite baseball, and college football's going on and NFL's going on. What a good time that is. I think you make a, a very solid point yeah. because, oh, postseason baseball is unbelievable. It's fun. It's fun. What do you got for me? Top three. Let me hear top three. I'm going to go March, and then I'm just going to go right into April because – I like it. There's something – as much as I love postseason baseball, there's something about when baseball is starting out. Rebirth. See, spring. Uh, okay, yeah. I disagree with that part of April, but oh. like I don't care about opening day. I'm just going to tell you that right oh, now. Oh, it's a magical experience. It's, I don't care. It's a magical experience. Because there's literally 161 more games. That's a lot of games. Yeah, but people say that, but then – the season's decided by one game, so you know what? They all count, Paul. But is it that game, or is it like the, it's, no, in it the is, middle of the it, a, it actually happens to be that game. Okay. Also, April, you know, the Masters. The Masters, obviously. The, we, if if you don't think, like, these are our religious experiences. Opening day baseball, the Masters. Well, p- people forget March Madness ends and, and, in April. Yeah. Actually, a decent chunk usually isn't it. I guess it sometimes depends on yeah. how the— The championship's in April. The Mayans sure. did the whole calendar and the Greeks and the Romans. I but, think they all messed up. They, it, a lot of it's in April, so April's a great month. You get Clark Kellogg over there on, on CVS just absolutely chewing your ear off. Love Clark. And then you go right into my guy, Jim Nance. Oh, Jim, yeah, okay. I thought well, you were going to give your next month. Well, no, no, now I'm, just, now I'm just talking about sports announcers. Yeah, okay. I love Jim Nance. What's your next month? <laughs> I rate my months on what, what <laughs> older men are like whispering into my ear uh-huh. while I'm just kind of paying attention. So my next month, would I go? March, April. June's a good one. I think I'm gonna go July, just because it's right I in like the heat. July. It's right in the heat of there. I mean, obviously, if you're from Long Beach, you love July Fourth because it's just it's a real good time. Mm-hmm. But what I like about it is, you know, everyone's so excited in June, which is a great time. Everyone's going to the band stuff, and then it's July, and you're starting to realize I could still be doing this, and I still got a lot more of summer left. Yeah, I don't have any responsibilities. I'm staying up till. 8, 9 p.m., playing cards, drinking beers, getting up early in the morning, going to work, taking off, going to the bay. It's just like you're in the heat of it all. I love that. I, I actually w- love I that. can't wait for summer. Okay, can we all... We'll be doing this broadcast from the bay multiple times. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be cool. And then we could go straight to the water. Straight, yeah. See, right now we got to go back. That's the best part, the best part about the bay is after every activity. You can go straight, straight, straight to the water. Straight to the water. No, it's, are you hot? You're hot? Oh, like just go in the water. One game of spike ball and then straight to the water. What's Perfect. your least favorite month? January, February, are both. Brutal. I think February's February is pretty brutal. Like it doesn't even have thirty days. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, like, I don't like that at all. Especially for February's yeah. brutal. I'm gonna go with from August fifteenth to September fifteenth. I know it's not a month, but that stretch kind of sucks. I kind of like it because you're still salvaging. Except, know what it is? It's almost over though. But people you know? always want to. Yeah, and that's what pisses me off is people want to act like summer's over. 
I think if you just embrace the fact that it's not, you just enjoy that time. Okay, I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do this month, this time. Join me. Why don't you? I'll, I'll hop on board. Okay. Long Beach State over the week or last week. Did you watch the U- UCSB game? No. It was on TV late at night, 8 p.m. ESPNU. I watched it. It was okay. one of the most classic Long Beach State games of all time. Let me guess. Until we, we lost. No. Oh, okay. Until we won the game. Well, that is not. Cla- <laughs> See, that's not a classic TV game for Long Beach I know. State. Well. We're up the entire game. This is classic Long Beach State. We're up the entire game. All of a sudden, five minutes left in the game comes rolling around, and we start giving it away. Other team gets hot from three. We start to get a little bit of cold. Get a little bit cold. We can't get stops. And now UC Santa Barbara takes the lead with about ten seconds left on a f- couple free throws. We're down by one. Deshaun Booker goes coast to coast, buzzer beater. Long wow. Beach State wins. At Santa Barbara. Tough to win on the road at Santa Barbara. <laughs> Paul, as you well know, we've both been there, and that is a quite an atmosphere. It's the Thunderdome, dude. It's the Thunderdome, yeah. It's loud. Long Beach State won their 1,000th game in program history. That game. Woohoo! <laughs> what, you don't care? I do. I Yeah, I was just thinking. No, that's, a, that's a great, great milestone. Good for Long Beach State hoops. Th- then they beat UCR, end of the season, 9-7 and seven in conference play. They play uh, Fullerton. On Thursday, today, if you're listening to this, yep, at the Honda Center, oh, first yeah. round of the Big West Conference Tournament. I think we can make a run. It's March Madness we now. Totally, yeah, can you we totally, yeah, we I totally believe, can. I cannot believe it's March, by the way. I know we keep talking about it, but this is a great, um, it's a great time to be oh, alive. I can't wait. I mean, I, the brackets are already about to be out. So we play. Do, do you, but here's the situation. I like this year's team a lot, but I do, do we want to put ourselves through that misery where we go to the tournament? Because then we, we both know we're going to pick them, like, multiple rounds. No, but I like that. I yeah, like, that I is like fun. That. I, do, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want Gabe Levin to, to do something. Yeah. Here, here's what my problem is with this week in Long Beach State basketball. Did you see this on Twitter where Dan Munson's all, uh, like, getting all sad about how his seniors are leaving? Yeah. I, Did, I didn't see it. but Don't I, be the guy that, that like, what do you think? They're seniors. Of course they're leaving. It, it, it gets me mad if these guys are going to get all emotional it's something that's just like an institutional thing that's going to happen. Okay. Like, am I going to get mad because I have to get a haircut? Like, hair grows. Yeah. Seniors grow. So Guess what? Get- you have juniors. They're going to be seniors next year. This is every year thing. We don't have time to cry over this. So you're saying don't celebrate the inevitable. Yeah. it's Well, yeah. it's an institutional occurrence. Everybody leaves. Stop whining about it. One day you're going to get a haircut and the hair's not going to grow back. You're bald. Done. I think, so, Long Beach State plays Fullerton. Let's just say we get that dub. Because it's Fullerton and they suck and we're better than them. Then we play UC Davis, the one seed. I think we can beat them. We we took them to overtime that one game. Gabe Levin had like 40 points. I think we can. We pull- can beat everyone in the conference. I think it's going to end up being Long Beach State and UCI for a trip to 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 March Madness. The bracket, the big dance, the big dance. That's what we're going to call the big dance the big with Jim Nance. Yeah. So it's going to be that kind of matchup. Oh, and how I would love to do it to beat them, dude. Oh my gosh. I also, can't stand those would guys. be nice is if Long Beach State does make it, and then we could get the classic here in uh, Charles Barkley and Kenny the Jet talk about Long Beach State as if they have any clue what's going on. That's my favorite part. And just mention some generic thing about how they got to get the ball to Yusuf down there. That's my favorite part yeah. of March, I think, is yeah. hearing these g- random guys who haven't watched one bit not, of college basketball not the even entire a half, year. Not a half. Not a half of the Duke-North Carolina game did they watch. And they're going to start talking about how they think they know Long Beach State basketball because yeah. they read it on LongBeachState.com one time. Yeah, because Tyler yeah. Hendrickson wrote an article that they read. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler Hendrickson, our boy, friend of the program. 
So I can't wait. Good luck to Long Beach State basketball. It's going to be epic. Yep. I love the Honda Center, by the way. It's a good time having that. The atmosphere is good over there. Uh, yeah, on or off the ice, uh, well, for you know, sure. And, uh, hey, by the way, speaking of Canada, Noah Nickel, St. Anthony basketball. My guy. He just signed a uh, – he got a scholarship. No way. Yeah. Full ride. Full ride to yeah. where? University of Saskatchewan in Canada. He's oh. going back home. You know what? And it's a great university. I'm going home. He's going to get a good education there. Yeah. It the said it's a top five university for research colleges. The Saskatchewans always do very, very well in life, not to mention in their sports. Congrats to Noah Nickel, our guy. You heard it here first, by the way. Let's just, let's, should we break the news? Well, we please, are. Please credit 908. We sports. are the official podcast of Noah Nickel's career. <laughs> I can't wait for like 10 years from now when we give you the update that he, <laughs> that he's no longer a uh, got, associate at the insurance company he's working at. He's actually an account manager. No, he got. <laughs> no, he, well, first he got dropped. Well, first he got drafted by the Toronto Raptors. He has to, oh, yeah, yeah, probably. And then yeah. he's gonna be an associate, an associate somewhere, somewhere big, some big company. If if he's not handling my uh, like roofers insurance in the next decade, then there, something went wrong. You, you want to do? You got to grind my gears this week. I have one, so I wanted to talk about it real quick. I could do it. Do you want to go C block? You want? Yeah, yeah. Let's let, go C block. Yeah, let's move for the C block. You're right. Let's get to the interview first. We got Joel Batonio. I, if you watch the video, you're gonna see how much bigger he is than us. He's six four, three hundred twenty pounds. Right? An absolute monster. I think he could just block me from the football with his fingers, like with. With the part between his knuckle and his fingernail. Just mm-hmm. like, that's all he needs. He's so strong. I was also thinking that it would be like... A, imagine if we were that strong. Can you imagine the torture of like, if like you either had to get the football and he was blocking you or die? And just that torturous, like, <laughs> trying so hard and realizing that there's be nothing. Dead. There's nothing you could do. He could just We'd so easily block you. And you can't even use, you, you can't even use the quick, like, oh, we're faster than him. Because it's probably not true. Yeah. We didn't race, but, like, it's probably not true. And, I mean, I know people would assume, like, he would block you, but because I'm big, strong John, people kind of think I'm just really big and strong. But, you know, guys, it's, it's sort of just a nickname. Let's get to the interview. On the rocks, Joel Batonio, offensive lineman, former Wilson guy, offensive lineman for the Cleveland Browns. Be careful what he says. He does have half a beer in him. This episode of Shoot Your Shot is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Magazine's back page sponsor, the best in the real estate biz, Michelle Kay and her home selling team. Why go with Michelle Kay? Because no one cares more about her clients. She specializes in being over the top, off the charts, and helpful to clients. The bottom line is she doesn't know how to approach clients and their problems in any other way. And oh, by the way, she donates a portion of all of her sales to the number one fundraiser and supporter of local sports in our city, the Long Beach Century Club. Find Michelle Kay at betterlivinginlongbeach.com. Oh man, I feel like wow. It's like I come over. It's like I don't know what to expect. I got to be honest. I come in. It's like a little like I'm trying to get my bearings. There's cartoons, your mom, and it's like you still got it. We're over here at On the Rocks, All American Sports Bar. Great family atmosphere. It bangs out when they do the bands here on like Friday nights. Unbelievable atmosphere. This is where where uh, were you here when I watched Dodgers World Series? Yeah, it was packed. It was packed. It was packed in here. Should Great come, atmosphere for a big game. Should we come back next year? Actually, let's come back here for a Browns game on a Sunday. I'm in. I'm in for that. Because we got Cleveland Browns offensive lineman Joel Batonio on with us right now. One of the best linemen in the league. Long Beach Wilson guy. It's great to have you. Thanks for joining us, hey, man. Thanks, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's cool to be here. I, you know, I like uh, doing the local thing, and uh, I'm excited to talk some sports with you guys. Did they call you Bubba, by the way? Uh, only Wilson people. Only Wilson so people. So it kind of okay. left me once I went to Nevada. Okay. Are you against it, or are you uh – 
No, it's part of my history. You know what I mean. When I first heard, I was like, "Ah, oh, Bubba." But in high school, that's what everybody called me, so yeah. I was I was cool with it, Bubba. Do okay. you have a nickname uh, uh, with the Browns? No, mostly just Petonio. You know, last name football guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, type of thing. Some people call me Joel. I mean, it's I was J Man in college a little bit. So what about what about Tritonio? Because you're a triple threat. <laughs> you can have that one. <laughs> I like Put it. Put that one in your back pocket. Hey, yeah. I'm rocking when you can't see, but because this is a podcast, right? Because it's just listening. But I got, I'm rocking my Cleveland Browns tank. I just wanted to get your reaction. What do you think? I love it, man. I'm surprised you found a Cleveland Browns tank in Long Beach. Yeah. You know, pretty impressed. Yeah. You know, Coles, you can always count on them. <laughs> Let's start with this. Can you name every single quarterback that you've protected in your NFL career? In games or in practice, too? In games. In, in games. games. I think so. You can? Yeah. I have a list here. All right, let's try it. If you want to try it. All right, is your list 100% accurate? Yeah, it's 100%. Okay, so my rookie year, Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel. Comeback season, by the way. Yeah. He's making a comeback. Is that your boy? Do you like uh, – is Johnny football uh, your boy? I haven't talked to him in a while, but we were roommates and out you there. You were roommates with yeah. Manziel? Yeah, they, they, you know, they put us in there and roommates in the hotel together and stuff, so it was cool. But So you've seen some stuff? Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it there, but uh, I listened okay. to an interview with him the other day, and he—it he, looks like he's got his head on his shoulders. He's back. Yeah, he's back. All right, I hope so. That's what I think. I think the most important thing for me was hopefully he's healthy. You know what I mean? He's not got any issues, and he uh, can just live a healthy life. But back to your question: okay. Hoyer, Manziel, Shaw, mm-hmm. McCowan, Austin Davis, um, RG three, Cody Kessler, Deshaun. Um, where am I blanking here? I got one more, I think. I know I have one more. One more. Kevin Hogan. Yep. There you go. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Cool. That's pretty good. That's nice. pretty good. How dude. many was that? Uh, nine. nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's, nine in four years. That's pretty good, man. About a two point <laughs> five average. Not great. I've heard of a, I've heard of better averages. I've heard of better <laughs> averages. But you know what are you gonna do? Talk to us about for for those of us like me that don't know too much about NFL. What does your week look like? Uh, what are you going through on a daily basis? Yeah, so you come in Monday uh, post game. You know what I mean. You come in. Usually we'll do like a pool workout, maybe a light lift, try and get the blood flowing. Um, we watch the film, and then you're out. So Monday's kind of quick. Like you're talking like four hours. Do you have people like massaging you? Give free masseuse. You can get that. Um, they have a masseuse. They have masseuse mas- uh, massage uh, people that come in sometimes. Usually I just go to this place down the street though. It's easier. They work my schedule, but. Um, yeah, they have some people that come in, and then uh, Tuesday day off. But a lot of guys come in either get a lift in or you know rehab if you got something banged up. Wednesday tough day. You're probably like seven to seven. Um, you know you're getting all the film, the install for the week. First, we're in pads on Wednesday, so it's a it's a heavy in practice. Thursday half pads, still a long day. Maybe you'll get out a couple hours earlier. Friday a half day. We uh, we like Fridays because in Cleveland we get a cater each position group. Um, gets to cater their own food, you know, per week. So we get excited for that because we get a uh, Chinto's is my personal favorite. It's okay. like a Asian. Um, you get some sushi. You get some uh, hibachi. You know, right. type of guys coming in and stuff like that. But Asian mesh. Yeah, but Joe Thomas is part owner of Mission Barbecue, and so he's wow. been kind of taking the reins and bringing Mission Barbecue, which is good. But I like the changeup. See, know? I don't you like that bias influence in, in the locker room. You know what I mean? It's not fair, you know. And he's every time they ask O line what they want, he always says Mission Barbecue. And I'm like, let's take a straw poll, you know. And uh, just, he still just, has too much power. Just buy a small part of Chintos. Just <laughs> buy like, yeah, buy, like one buy of the chairs. How do you, how do you yeah. get in that ownership? Can we and can we join? Yeah, we'll throw in some money. Possibly. Let's all throw in a thousand bucks and buy like uh, a table. 
I like by a table. I like anytime I come in, anytime we come in. Yeah. You know. We, yeah. Keyword we. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> anytime we come in, we'll. Uh, you know, we'll 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 sit at that table. I'll, I'll, and fly, I'll fly to Cleveland for free food. That sounds like a, a sound financial investment. <laughs> I like it. I we're like actually it. coming. Like we told you before, we're actually going to come next year. We we have a big road trip that we're going to take. We're going to all our guests, Colorado, yeah. Illinois, Cleveland. <laughs> what game should we come That's for? Huge. What's the big one? Um, I mean, any in so Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincy are huge games because they're you know in conference, but. Any game you get is going to be big. If you come early in the year, you'll probably have a little bit better weather. But um, whatever works for you, man, we'll uh, we'll take care of you. Show you a good time. Sweet. We only like watching black and blue football, so we'll come to those AFC North. Games. AFC North, baby. What, so what goes on on a like a on a Saturday and a Sunday? So Saturday, obviously Sunday, you're playing. But Saturday, yeah, you, you just got, you guys are is it a relaxed like walkthrough day? So if we're traveling, we travel that, that day, sense. and then um, but it's a walkthrough. So we'll do actually we do Friday walkthroughs now. I forget our coach changed it, but we do a Friday walkthrough, and Saturday's a little bit more up tempo, trying to get the blood flowing, you know, get it going. It's not hard, like physical, but you try and run around a little bit, sweat. Um, it's a quick practice. So, like you're out there for an hour, you do some walkthrough stuff. Pretty much the game plan's in. You have any little questions, you know, you might take a test or or something like that, and um, and it's good. I like Saturday, Friday, Friday nights my night. Like you get out at one or two o'clock, you get home, you get a rest, take the wife out for a date night, you know, stuff like that. Saturday, you start stressing about the game. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's then it's go time. During the season, I mean, you guys are getting banged up every single Sunday. Is it is it really stressful during the week? Are you really going like kind of hard, or is it mainly like you know just shoulder pads and shorts type of thing? <sighs> yeah. So Wednesdays are tough. You're pretty beat. Like for me, Sunday night I feel pretty good. Monday I feel terrible. Tuesday I feel terrible. Wednesday I feel better. <laughs> um, and then we bang again on Wednesday though. <laughs> okay. So Thursday and Friday aren't too bad because you, you don't even put shoulder pads on Thursday or Friday. It's just uh, little spider shells. Yeah. So it's um it's not too bad, but it depends. Like, some coaches don't go pads past, like, week four. But, like, we were a young team in Cleveland. We needed the work. So we went as many padded practices as we could. So just from a statistic standpoint, if someone asked me, like, how's Joel doing? I, he's, I, he's terrible. <laughs> I can just say he's terrible. He feels terrible. Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah generally, Monday. that's going to be the correct answer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Especially you got six weeks of training camp, and then you yeah. come into the season. But now I feel great. So if anybody asks you, like, off-season Joel, February Joel, he okay. feels good. got it. February yeah. Joel's good. February yeah. Joel is like Vacation John. Okay. Oh, you're going to meet Vacation John in Cleveland. He's like a good it. guy. I like it. Fun guy. Who would win in a game between the 2008 Lions and the 2017 Browns? Uh, 17 Browns. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I We're way more – we shouldn't have won zero. Well, we didn't win any games, but we sh- shouldn't have won <laughs> no games. Uh, that's, a, that's a half full cup right there. <laughs> we won zero games. No, but, but dude, the, like, you're right, though. All those games were – like, most of the games were pretty close. Yeah, we, we lost a few wire. overtime games. We uh, missed some field goals to lose a couple games, a couple bad turnovers late. Uh, the NFL is a quarterback-driven league, and um, I love Deshaun. I think he's can be good in this league. You know, I think he needed maybe a year or two to kind of learn from somebody, and they kind of threw him in the fire. But That's tough. when big plays happen in the fourth quarter, it's usually a big-time quarterback finding a big-time receiver for a big-time play, and we just didn't have enough of those late in the game. It's a quarterback league, man. You know, people are saying they're overpaying these quarterbacks. Like, in my opinion, they win, you know, championships. I mean, you see Philly this year, they – had a backup quarterback win a championship, holes. but it's our but, guy. But he's a good player, so it works out. <clears throat> we'll probably get him on the podcast. Yeah, soon. we can yeah. get him on. That's one of John's favorite players, Nick Foles. <laughs> nice, I like former it. Rams guy. John's a big Rams guy now. Right now, my favorite player is Jared Goff. Oh wow, That's what, oh, without actually. a doubt. Same well, agent. Same agent. Same agent. Wow. Yeah. Oh man, you can like you, you part of Rock Nation. So, so I'm a no. J. So <laughs> here's why I like him. I'm a JG as well, John Grossi. 
we kind of have both have blonde hair, look similar a little bit. He's probably more <laughs> handsome and in shape, but, but at least the, the, the whole blonde hair thing. I saw Jared Goff at Stagecoach last really? year. Really? Yeah. Somebody said, hey, Goff, you suck. And he said, shut up. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. What were you telling yourself during the year last year? I mean, you know, um, had a couple tough breaks. How do you keep sane, I guess? You know, personally for me, it was it's hard because I played every game. I played every snap on offense, which was huge for me because I was hurt the previous two years. Was banged up. I had a serious one, you know, my third year at Liz Frank surgery, which was, you know, nine month recovery. But um, how was that? I just like saying Liz Frank. Yeah, it's it's uh it's tough. You don't do much for a while, yeah. so you're like twelve weeks in a boot, like not walking or anything like that. So you lose a little bit of uh, <laughs> your strength in your leg. But I had great. I mean, we have the best people in the world, you know, working with us, so it's not a big deal. But personally, you go out there and you try and prove to yourself, you know, especially as an lineman, like I'm a good player. So the guys you're going up against, you're like, I want them to know. That hey, this Joel Batonio guy, this Cleveland O line is pretty good, and we had a few teams like we played Jacksonville and uh, Malik Jackson and Cleus Campbell were telling us like you guys are you guys are close, you know, you guys have a good line, like yeah. you guys are going to be all right in the future and stuff like that. So it's good to hear that from certain guys, and you try and uphold your reputation, you know, playing for pride. Like no one goes out there and is like ah, I'm just going to mail it in today. Like yeah. you can't do that on the offensive line; you're going to get someone hurt, <laughs> right. you know. So it's <laughs> it's uh, just a prideful thing, and and you want to do everything you can to want to get. You don't want to be the reason that the Browns didn't win, mm-hmm. you know. Do you want to talk a little bit about the impact your father made on your career and, and continues to make today? Yeah. Um, he was huge, you know. Anytime you have that influence growing up, I think as a kid, like he never forced me into any sports, but once I joined a, a sport, he was 100%, a million percent behind me, you know. Anything that I could possibly do, he was there to support it. And and he was a screamer, you know. I, you've been to some of the basketball games, yeah. and uh, he enjoyed yelling a little bit. But it was always positive stuff, you know. He would – talking about outworking the guy he's like you can't control everything he would always tell me before basketball games like you can't control everything he's like you control rebounding and you control defense he's like you might not make every shot you might not anything but you can outwork guys to get those things and that's something I tried to uh try to kind of play with and he'd always tell me before you know football games you know play hard play smart and have fun which just simple things like that like he wasn't a big x and o's guy but he's like if you outwork somebody and and uh do that you can kind of be successful in anything in life yeah he, he was a, a huge Paul Grossi supporter. Yeah, he loved Paul Grossi. <laughs> we, we sometimes think maybe he loved Paul Grossi more than Paul Grossi's own dad. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I remember he would watch games, and he's just like, that guy just plays the right way. You know, takes <laughs> yeah. the charge. Yeah. The hard-working white Every guy. Time you know? he likes it, yeah, he loved it. Yeah. If he was pushing a guy, he was he would, like, come up to, to my brother after the games and just, like, say, that was the that was the greatest game I've ever seen or whatever. Yeah, it didn't matter yeah. if he put up yeah. zero points or exactly, 20 points. Exactly, yeah. With other guys on the team were just going off and scoring like 30 points. And, and yeah, Paul took a charge and he comes up to Paul and he's just like, that was the greatest game I've ever seen anyone play. I loved it. That was, that was awesome. What's, what, what kind of advice would you give, give to a young kid that's making his way up through high school and they have the talent and they're, they're almost there? What are some advice that you give those kids? I would say try not to look too far into the future, you know. Treat every, every day like a moment because it goes by quick. You know, I think back, you know, it's – I think eight years now, maybe since maybe nine since, you know, I graduated high school. And uh, and those were great times. Like you don't the stress level just keeps increasing. Like high school football, high school basketball is where it's at. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the fun stuff. That's where you uh, you really get to enjoy your friends and stuff, because it's such a business once you get to college, even though they don't pay the guys, it's a business. And the NFL is even more of a cutthroat business. So enjoy your time there. Work hard. Be humble about things. You know what I mean? It's always okay to be respectful. Like, no matter where you are, if you're a five-star guy or a two-star guy or just trying to play D3 ball or something like that, like, just enjoy your time and, and have fun with the sport. You know, don't take anything too serious, but uh, 
if you work hard and you uh, compete, you'll, you'll be all right. It works its way out. They they have a way of finding talent. Like I played at Nevada, and it's a D one, but it wasn't huge. But they find guys. What's your favorite part about Cleveland as a city? Um, I like the food. I'm a big guy, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm in. They they do a good job. It's really kind of up and coming. You hear some bad things about Cleveland, but last ten years, like the downtown area has really improved. You know, I don't know if you guys follow Food Network, but um, Michael Simon. He's a big-time Cleveland guy. He's from Cleveland, so he opens a few restaurants down there, and uh, it's kind of just a rebirth right now. I had a show in Cleveland where I went around to restaurants, and they would usually teach me how to cook, but most of the time I would just meet the chef and eat their food <laughs> and then be like, oh, anytime you uh, want to come back, let well, me know. I didn't know, know about that. Where did so you find I, that yeah, thing? Yeah, where's this? Yeah, it Is it still going? Uh, so when I got hurt last year, they canceled it, but uh, <laughs> but we're trying to get a reboot. So, so that's most that's your number one goal. So you're out there on the line. You're like, I gotta not get hurt so I can have my show. Exactly. So, exactly. so these food, food network people are fair weather fans, then, huh? Yeah. So you're, you're on yeah. the sideline. They don't like you, and then. <laughs> well, it's the Browns fans. I think we got like seven viewers each week. You know, my mom watched it three times, and my grandma watched it the other four <laughs> times. But uh, but it was fun for me. You know, I, I gotta I gotta go enjoy some food and uh, meet, meet some cool people. What would the score be if you play LeBron one on one? It's depends, 11. Depends how serious he's going. Probably 11 to 2. <laughs> Who gets the, if he gets the ball first? And if it's he winners, gets the ball and first it's and it's winners. I'm saying he's I'm physical enough to stop him once or twice. Okay, there and you I'm going to back him down at least and try a, you know, a little oh, baby hook or something like that. Well, I'm on you're your gonna, side. You're going to force him to shoot a jump shot. He's not going to make every single one. Yeah, he's going to get and tired. He's not getting hopefully. that rebound. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, so I would get a couple points. I'm in. on your side. No doubt he's going to beat me You know when he wants to, but uh, – but that would be great. That would be cool. Should we set that up? Yeah. Okay. When you were in high school, Wilson, did you think you were a better football player or basketball player? I just always fit in in football more, you know, being like a 6'4", stocky white kid. Like, I don't know. You were pretty good. Yeah, man, I'm not going to lie. You were pretty good at basketball, like really yeah, good. Yeah, I think basketball, I honestly probably enjoyed basketball a little bit more just because, like, you always have the ball in your hands. You know, you get a rebound, yeah. you get a put back or something like that. There's always something you can create where football – as an O-lineman, you're there, but it's just a little different. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think probably earlier in my career, earlier in my high school career, you know when you're in, like, 7th and 8th grade and everybody thinks they can go to the NBA? Yeah. Like, that's what I was. You know, obviously, <laughs> I was like, oh, I can play in the NBA. And then you stop growing, and you see these 6'9 <laughs> monsters that are uh, that are beasts. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I loved basketball. You know, I, everybody would always ask me in high school, and I'd be like, you know, whatever my whatever I'm playing is my favorite sport right now. Mm-hmm. But, um no, it's cool. I always joke around with the guys in Cleveland, like, oh, yeah, we used to go against Kawhi Leonard, DeMar DeRozan, you know, yeah. all these guys. And they're like, oh, no, you didn't. And I'm like, look it up, man. You guys were, you guys were good, especially when you were a uh, junior, like we were talking about. Yeah. Um, I remember one of my favorite memories of you is, I, you probably don't remember this, but I was doing, like, a, a, one of those summer workouts with you, and I was, like, a super skinny freshman, probably only there because my brother was good at, as a senior. <laughs> like, it was, like, me, you, Mike Wilder, and my brother, and somehow I was thrown into this mix, and we're doing that rebounding drill with the orange thing in the hoop. Oh, you the can't Coach make the Where you can't make the baskets. So it was constant rebounding. Yeah. And Coach Hollister put me against you, and you got, like, 30 rebounds, and I got zero. Wow. And I was like, Coach, what are we doing here? Man, We're I, wasting our time. I don't remember that. I remember – Well, you, you wouldn't remember it because it was, like – it was basically a workout with you, Mike, and Paul, which happened all the time. <laughs> but I was just, like, 15 trying yeah, to rebound against yeah. you. Yeah. No, I <laughs> that's I did like that drill, though. That was a uh, – because yeah, you probably one. got all the rebounds. Yeah, because you're the best yeah. at it. Yeah. You, it's like my only shot is if I can finesse make a shot, but there's a thing where you can't literally cannot make the shot, so that sucked. <laughs> has has Hugh Jackson ever yelled in his life? Yeah. He does? It seems yeah. like he like communicates with you guys in sign language. He gets uh he gets fired up, but 
He's pretty mellow most of the time. Not mellow. There's times when he gets fired up, but in the NFL, it's just a, a different breed of, like, players have a little bit more leverage than in college where you want to treat the players with a certain amount of respect. You know, everybody's, you know, kind of a man. You, you, you know what I mean? So there's a love hate, but when the door closes sometimes in team meetings and stuff, he's, he's he not afraid to get up. fired up. Yeah. Same way at 908. Like, Paul's kind of a man, so that's how we treat him. I like when it. doors not, are closed, man, he'll, he'll yell yeah. at me. He'll <laughs> yell at me. What's the dirtiest play in the NFL you've ever seen? Dirtiest play? Yeah. Does one come to mind? It's probably something in, with Von, uh, Vontez Burfitt included. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I remember when I was a kid, I remember watching uh, – I forget who it was, but a Cowboys O-lineman helmet came off, and the guy had kicked him in the head with his helmet off. I forget who it was. It was a defensive player. But, um, yeah. Has Indomitian Sue ever done anything to you? No. Luckily, when we play them, he lines up most of the time on the other guard. He's scared. So he's scared. That's what I say. Except all <laughs> the you, other What film. do you mean, luckily? Are you scared? What's that all about? No, he's a good player, though. So you got to <laughs> compete. Um, but, <laughs> no, he – he, I think he just plays hard, and uh, he'll try and finish some guys, you know, and things like that. It's mostly those defensive guys you got to watch. There's a few alignment that get uh, get a little dirty in there, but um, those defensive players you got to watch out for. Incognito, is he dirty? Um, see, I've never played against him. Well, he, I mean, he's but you guys I on the same t- side of the ball. I do but. have a teammate that was a rookie with him there, and he was a prick yeah. for sure. He um, So one of the rookie things he made him do was, like, wear their helmets all day. Oh, like, boy. the only time they could take it off was to shower and to eat. <laughs> but, like, in the meeting rooms and stuff like that, they had to wear their football helmets all day. And my buddy was saying that his helmet, his head never hurt more oh in his life. If you've ever wore a helmet for the yeah, first time, like, it's a nightmare. So you want to take it off every five minutes. Yeah. Imagine having it on for eight hours. Oh. Dude, what, what do you do for the hazing? We're pretty cool. Like, we, we like food. So, you know, we make them buy some snacks, keep the room stocked, Chick-fil-A every once in a while, you know, some breakfast stuff. Okay. We don't, we don't try and uh, – we're financially smart alignment. We don't want to take them out. Make them spend ten grand on a dinner that we're not going to remember, you know, two years from mm-hmm. now. So we just, you know, make sure we we have the room stocked, the food's good. They grab some helmets every once in a while, but we're pretty we're pretty chill with them. They have to get up in front of the room, tell some jokes when we want some jokes, okay. you know, uh, sing a song. We'll be really disappointed if they don't go up there and sing a song. A lot of these young guys, man. You know, I went up when I was a, I was a rookie and I sang uh, Journey, Don't Stop Believing, mm-hmm. and I went up there Classic. and I handled my business. I'm not a great singer, but you go up there and you just have a good time with it. And all these rookies come up there and like. You know they have songs that they know, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know any songs." I'm like, "Just oh, sing I hate something. That. Just sing something." You're in the car on the way over here singing a song. You know a song to sing. Millennials. You know? Millennials. What's and then they're like, let, let, "Can I just sing my alma mater?" No, I don't want to hear your alma mater. <laughs> I want to hear a song. What's your go-to karaoke? Is it "Don't Stop" or is it another one? Uh, I've never done karaoke, but yeah, I'm really terrible. I I just said this, but I'm really terrible at remembering lyrics. I guess karaoke they well, they're right there on the screen. They're right there on the screen, so that should be a problem. <laughs> Probably a country song that I can just uh, keep up with, you know what I mean? You want to go to Stagecoach this year? That could be fun. When is Stagecoach? Late April. Last weekend of April. Yeah, that means I'd have to come back from Cleveland from an OTA and just enjoy the weekend. Yeah, that'd be tough. It'd be a tough trip, but I've seen guys do it. Alex Mag has done it. Yeah, that'd be cool. How close are you with the dog pound? Um, You're close, man. So they actually are pretty – they're great fans, but they're, they're pretty savvy too, like a lot of them will recognize you out in, you know, the grocery grocery store or just, you know, shopping or, or driving around or you go to a restaurant and a lot of people recognize you there. So, especially as an alignment, you don't think anybody knows you, but you'll get one or two a week that want to take a picture and stuff. Um, 
they're great fans, and they've been – it's been tough, you know, for them to be so loyal. Like, we're going to have a sellout week one, even though we went 0-16 mm-hmm. last year, which is unheard of. You know, if teams start doing bad, like, fans usually go away. And, you know, towards the end of the year, they won't go. It's cold. You know, we're, we're sucking. But um, they'll be back week one, and uh, they'll be ready to go. Nobody shows up to Jacksonville, and they were, like, one of the best teams in the league. Exactly. Exactly. Did Colin Kaepernick kneel a lot in college? Uh, no. I never <laughs> see him take a knee in college at all. Well, uh, I, I'm just thought, I just thought, like, you guys were probably so good that you were victory formation a lot. Um, yeah, but we just ran the ball out usually. Okay. In college, you don't really take that, that victory knee as much, and we were in okay. the pistol 100% of the time, so – you don't want to lose four yards to your rushing stats. We were yeah. a big rushing team, so, like, we'll run it for two yards instead of taking the knee. Cool. I'm just going to nod and act like I know what the pistol is, like I usually do when people say football stuff. Nice. So, it's it's uh, under center. You're under center, obviously, right? Yeah. Shotgun, you're five yards back. Pistol's yeah. about four oh, yards Oh, pistol's back. just the uh, non-shotgun. You got The running back is behind you. Yeah. But you're still in okay. the shotgun. Yeah. You're just a little bit closer. It's like a hybrid. We'll show so, you a so picture later. It's like the later. Wildcat. Uh, mm. Not really. We'll show you a picture later. <laughs> Okay. Are you okay. mad you're not playing in London this year? Uh, I think one time every few years is good enough for me. We went last year, and uh, it was a cool experience. Um, I really enjoyed that. So I have some family over there that came to the game, which was awesome. And uh, the flight from Cleveland's only about seven or eight hours, and they had those sweet sleeper planes for us. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't too bad of a trip um, by any means, but it's still a hassle. Like, most of our flights are an hour or less or, you know, two hours max. So going eight hours is kind of a big difference did you eat any fish and chips while you were there um no they actually they actually tried to keep us on like a pretty similar diet to what we had been eating oh that's, that's yeah i mean you could go out and stuff but i didn't uh i went in the summertime before to like help promote the game and i had fish and chips which good. was pretty good i've never been to london but i picture you're always just like kind of depressed in a bar while it's raining outside sitting on like hardwood furniture eating fish and chips Is i it? could see that yeah it rained a few times on us okay. and uh and fish and chips are kind of like their sandwich shops. You know what I mean? Like you walk down the street, you see Subway here. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a fish and chip place, you know? Nice. Bangers and mash. <laughs> there we go. We play a game with all of our guests. Uh, we're, it's, we're a baby name podcast. That's our uh, kind of our deal. We're the official countdown to the LA 2028 Olympics podcast okay. and the baby name podcast. Okay. Yep. So I'm going to give you a list of baby names, and yep. you have to tell me if you like it or not. Okay. Easy. Sam. For a boy or a girl? For a boy. These are all boy names. That's good. Lamar. I, yeah, I don't have anything wrong. I wouldn't name my kid Lamar, but... Uh, what, what about Josh? I like Josh. What about with the last name Allen, Josh Allen? <laughs> yeah, that goes Baker. Well. Baker? I like Baker. What about Kirk? You like that one? Oh, I like that one a lot. You do? Yeah. Which I'm one's catching your, on now. It took me a couple... Which one's your favorite? <laughs> Out of all those, probably most... I'd go Kurt, probably. Kirk? Kirk. That's a good Sorry. one. Yeah. Kirk. Kirk's a really good name. Yeah. Uh, it's You know you can count on a Kirk. Yeah. You know? What about down the line, like like your second kid, like a Jared? A Jared? Uh, Jared's huge. I like Jared a lot. I've met him a couple times. Uh, Jared. I've met a Jared you a couple a Jared? times. Yeah. yeah. Who's, uh, who's, a, who's a good guy. Um, you know, had a huge improvement from what I've seen, you know, cool. in his life. Yeah. Yeah, Jared, Jareds tend to get better as they grow older, yeah. I've noticed. I'd probably go with a Kirk. Um, but I don't, you know, Jim. I don't know what Jimmy. Oh, has, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> you guys uh, talk about that at all? About like Lyman and stuff? You talk about? Yeah, we talk about what we should do, but it's so hidden. Like we have, like people are like, oh, what are you guys gonna do? I have literally zero percent knowledge of what okay. the, what kind of decisions they're gonna make. Maybe that's Joe Thomas 
area, but for me personally, zero idea of what's going on. Word on the rocks. I want to see, like, usually we'll talk about the food, but since we have, like, a food connoisseur that literally does commercials. Well, I want to. I kind of want to get Joel to do like a rating of this. A rating. Oh man. What, what would you do on that on your your famous Cleveland chef? I just say everything's good and eat it all. You well, know yeah. What I mean? But like, l- let's have this. you like dip it in the ranch, and then give us like if you were on the Food Network, what, what would you say? He goes with the the, the do- not a double dip, but he dipped twice before he. Bit. Well, that's a smart thing to do. Yeah, I would too. We should. G- this is pretty bomb right here. If I think potato skins at a bar, yeah, these are what I'm talking about. You yeah. know. You get the crispy potato, tons of bacon, cheese, sour cream, little chive on top. You know what I mean? The chives are a nice touch. Yeah. It's huge. It's for color, but you also get a little taste yeah. in there. I'm a big fan. I've always been a fan of, I mean, it's potatoes, cheese, and bacon. You know, I love those anyway, so Absolutely. I'm a big fan of those. What? Let's get them a, uh, are those fried pickles? I think they're fried pickles. Oh, my God. I just had the mozzarella sticks, and they're bomb.com. Take, a fried, take a fried pickle. Let's see, fried let's pickle. see your fried pickle uh what Review. sauce do these go on the ranch again? I'm not Probably. sure. That's a ranch. Uh, maybe a blue cheese there. The thing about chives on potato skins is if they're not there, I'm not going to like say anything. But if they're there, I'm going to ha- very happily notice that they are. I'm a huge fried pickle fan, and those are great. I'll eat those anytime I come here. <laughs> I, think, no I think we'd all agree nationally the national brand with the best fried pickles are Hooters. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're not going to like get your input. Yeah, I'm sure you yeah. agree. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. You know some fried pickles at Hooters before. We actually have a few local, <laughs> a few local places in Cleveland that do great fried pickles. Oh, these are Fatheads Brewery. Shout out! They have the actual spear ones, so like the full length pickle. Oh, yep, yep. You know what I mean? So it's a little different, but um, I like these bite-sized ones though. Yeah, and you know about these? The fries all the way around the pickle, so there's no pickle sticking out. And, and the best part is, these like one bite, you're done. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, oh, can I have another one? Yeah, you can have another one. It's one bite. Yeah, you know. If you take two bites of a fried pickle, you got a problem. He just took two I bites. Took like five <laughs> bites. We finish all of our interviews with a set of rapid fire questions. Okay. We call these uh, pancakes. Pancakes. I like it. I like it. Because we know you're used to it. For some reason, I feel like this interview is more customized than you guys are letting me know. I haven't listened <laughs> to the podcast yet, but a lot of these names are, you know, O-line friendly today. I like it. Yeah. All right. And let us, first of all, we're just going to cut that out and, and repeat that same thing, but say, I listen to the podcast all the time. Oh, that's a good point. Good. <laughs> Glad, glad that you're listening. Yeah, yeah. They, actually, we'll just we'll just dub that over, and then we'll. Th- oh, thanks, Joel. I didn't know you listened all the time. Cool, sweet. All right, what's your favorite sports movie? <laughs> um, remember the Titans when I was a kid, and I like Miracle as well. Because it's about the name on the front, not the name on the yeah, back. Yeah, that's my favorite. One of my favorite sports scenes of all time when they're skating. Michael Rizzioni, you know, United States of America, yeah. pretty oh, huge. That's great. Exactly. Yeah. What's your favorite vacation spot? Uh, Hawaii. For beach vacations. Italy, we, I recently went to, was awesome. Food was great. The history of that place is unbelievable. But Hawaii, to me, is the best of all worlds. I've been to Mexico. I've been to the Dominican Republic. But Hawaii, I feel comfortable getting in a car and kind of driving around exploring, where Mexico, Dominican Republic, not so much. Yeah. you got to be careful. You ever been to Italy? <laughs> Italy. No. It's We're, a new place, and it's like in L.A. It's like a bunch of Italian food. You like oh, it. really? That's if you cool. like Italy, you like food, you're going to like Italy. Go to spot in Long Beach when you come home. Ooh, when I come home, we, uh, Nick's on second. We like uh, a solid meal, you know, over there. It's uh, My mom likes it for her birthday. Her birthday's usually when I come home, so we'll usually go there for a birthday dinner. What's your best high school sports memory? Ooh. Well, I'll do one for football, one for basketball. Basketball was my junior year. We made a huge run in the playoffs. We won three straight games. We played modern day. You know, they had 61 guys, and 
I was the tallest guy at like 6'4", and so it was pretty cool. We, uh, we ended up losing to them, but just that whole experience was awesome. And then football, it was my sophomore year we actually made the playoffs, which was – you know, big for our school. We, we don't, you know, Wilson football's not great, but uh, it's on the rise. We made the playoffs and we played Servite and they were loaded too, but just that whole experience of making the playoffs and enjoying that. That, that playoff run for you guys basketball, the school was buzzing, the campus was buzzing, the community was buzzing. It was, that was a big time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you led the uh, cheering sections over there, so yeah. it, was, it was big time. I appreciate the shout out because I was a big impact player on that team. So, what's your favorite NFL stadium besides uh, First Energy? Besides First Energy, ah. Uh, the ones I've played in, probably Pittsburgh's. It just has so much history, and they uh, they play Renegade and like the fourth. Have you heard, seen that? Like, I've never look it up. Look it up I'll on ESPN. It up, but so anytime they need like a big stop or something in the second half, they play Renegade um, by Sticks, and the place goes nuts. The terrible towels come out. Like just the atmosphere of it is pretty sweet. As a Browns player, I'm probably not supposed to say that, yeah. but it's pretty cool. It kind of gets me pumped up as well. Has, have you ever talked to Big Ben? Yeah, he actually, my agent has him as well, so I've really? met him, not after games or anything, like he doesn't know who I am, you know what I mean, but I've just, in passing, said hey, or, you know, something of that after nature. After your Liz Frank surgery, did you wear his walking boot? No. <laughs> the one he puts on every week yeah. and he comes back. Who, yeah. who wins in a one-on-one matchup between you and Luke, your brother? We haven't played one-on-one in a while, but before my wedding in 2016, we rented this house, it was a pretty sweet house, but they had a full-length basketball court in the backyard. And uh, we played five on five with the groomsmen and like family and stuff like that, and we were on opposite teams. And I hadn't played one on one in a while. My team won, but he was pretty good. Like his length is deceiving, so I'm like trying to see his post moves. And I hadn't really played basketball competitively in a while. And he swatted me a couple times, and I felt real demoralized. And then I got real <laughs> physical with him, and uh, we ended up pulling it out. But I'm still gonna go with me. I'm too competitive. To admit that he would beat me. We'll I was going to say 2016 though, like was probably right in his prime too. Yeah. Like, he was probably in oh, basketball yeah. shape. Oh, he big was in time. basketball shape big time. He uh, probably summer summer basketball going on at the time. Like he was he was killing it. How much do you hate modern day? A lot. Um, I just hate the whole process of you know the private schools poaching these public school kids. You know where it's tough for them to even compete in the same division, but we're expected to. Agreed. You yeah. know, so it's um, it's not a fair system to me and. Uh, and I don't enjoy that, and, you know, they get all these guys. But, I, I mean, it's tough to say, but I don't like them. Oh, well, you're, well we're anti-Modern Day Podcast. So, oh, okay, another. Yeah. another. Well, just, yeah, we're the first one in history. I say Modern Day, I say like Modern Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> What's your best Coach Hollister story? Whew, there's a lot. I remember in high school, if you ever seen Coach Hollister coach, he, like, plays defense as we're playing defense. And one time he, like, dove on the ground – to try and like get a loose ball even though it was on the sideline and his pants just ripped like right down the seam and so he coached the rest of the game with ripped pants and that was probably just the epitome of of him and another one is he thinks like if you're over 6'2 and you're a big man for him you're like invincible and he'll just run and just be as physical as humanly possible like if you have a good play he'll just chest bump you or slap your chest or something like that and and he doesn't understand like big guys have feelings too and that kind of hurts a little bit Who's your least favorite NFL team? Ooh, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Baltimore. Good call. The the, the next one. After those? Well, no, no. The, the, the next team on your schedule oh, is always That's your a least good favorite. Answer. Yeah, so who's the first team you're playing? We don't know yet. Yeah. Who's the toughest player to block in the NFL? Aaron Donald. By far? Is it not even close? Yeah. Uh, there's some close competition, but for me personally, it's the one time I played him, was it was tough. <laughs> there you go. Hey, pit guy. 
Pit guy, oh, Rams yeah, guy. I, yeah, I knew that. Pit guy, Rams guy. Yeah, of course. Uh, would you would you consider playing for the Rams ever in your life? Of course. Okay. Um, you know, I'm kind of tied up for a while in Cleveland, but if anything ever comes, I mean, of course you would. State taxes isn't great, mm-hmm. but being close to home would be fun, and they've been pretty good recently. What about you'd have to, like, transfer Dennis? And oh, there'd be a lot going on. We have a lot of furniture in our house in Cleveland, you know, that would have to make its way out here oh, and stuff God. like that. But, uh, but yeah. Well, you know, to double clutch, can you drive the 18-wheeler? If we oh, yeah, move for him sure, out? for okay. sure, for sure, for sure. Sweet. I've I've been looking at, like, the who you guys play this year. Yeah. It, we don't know when. Well, but the schedule I know hasn't come out, Paul. Well, if you know football. the opponents. The opponents, the are opponents there. have okay. came out, but come out, but the uh, schedule hasn't. You know, I, I was looking at the opponents, and I think, uh, can we pencil you in for a 16-0 year? Pencil, yeah. Okay. I think pencil's fine. <laughs> you didn't pen it in, so, you know, there's always room to erase and uh, come back to. But What about a nice gel pen? Can we gel pen it in? I think, you know what? I mean, we'll think about it. Big Ben, you're not going to play him till like, week four probably. He's already going to be in his walking boot by then. So, yeah. I think you could get the Steelers twice. With Landry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whoever the other backup yeah. is. Uh, but, no, um, honestly, as a player, like, you go into every game thinking you're going to win. Like, there was never a game this year where I was like, we don't got a shot on this one, guys. Yeah. You know, you always have that mentality to <laughs> go out there and win. Well, we're going to be rooting for you, man. Thanks for joining the show with us. We appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. This we'll be out awesome. there in Cleveland to hang out, no doubt about it. Nice. If uh, – if I'm ever back in Long Beach and you guys are doing this, I'll be more than happy to come on. Uh, this is a great, great podcast, and uh, we get some good food out of it. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Let's, let's grab. I'm down. Wow, I swear I got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. I think my favorite part of the interview was, you know, like Johnny Football is like my boy, you know? Is this what you're going to talk about? You were going to say the same thing? Yeah. I, Johnny Football is my guy, and I didn't want to bring it up. In the interview, I didn't want to be that guy to be so cliche and bring it up. And then he immediately started talking about Johnny Football, and I was just like, "Dude, we got out. We got to talk about it." You know? Yeah. And it, then he was his roommate, dude. So freaking tight. Well, that's what's funny. Well, that was a first of all, great, great interview. But that one stuck out to me too because he was his roommate. Well, what pisses me off is because he didn't go too much in talking about Johnny Manziel, and I feel like I wanted to ask him off camera, mm-hmm. and then we forgot to because we well we were just having a good time chatting. I know. Because yeah. we stayed there for a while, we finished all those those appetizers were good. Yeah, those fried pickles were good. Yeah, they were bomb. I like. How about he was? A, he's good at rating the food. Yeah, he, I forgot we did that. Yeah, 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 we did do that. You were you were like three fourths of a beer deep. So, I think I was one in three fourths of a beer deep. Oh, okay, at that point, because they just brought me another one. That was cool. That's good service. That was great service. They had great <laughs> great fried pickles. Um, great nachos. They, see, we talked a little bit too long because we were having a good time, so the nachos got a little bit chilly, mm-hmm. but it, they were still bomb. Also, I like the fact that Joel just is great at, like, he loves talking about food. Like, you would assume a big guy likes food, and he's all about That's it. That's not the case all the time. Like, though. half of his stories are like, yeah, so obviously I like to eat, so I'm going out to the... <laughs> How about he had his I'm own show? That. Oh, it's great. Dude, he had his own show. What would that be like? Can you imagine if you channel. had your own show? <laughs> it's not as great as you think, people. I'm just kidding. It's a good time. All right. What a day today, huh? I'm having fun. What is it, March? It is March. Everybody, hey, if you forgot, it's March. Mustache March. Are you doing it? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's coming in, folks. It's coming in, folks. Well, I already shaved it. I forgot about that. No grit. Oh, no grit. Dirty, gross. gross dog mustache. Producer Nick sweet. really wants the grossy stash. Producer Nick's stash is nasty right now. Hey, you got to shave your beard, Producer Nick. Get that thing really popping out. Yeah, 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 well, right. Paul, you know I'm I'm doing a lot of sales this month, mm-hmm. and if I grow a stash out, 
it's like a guaranteed sale, and I don't like to trick clients into buying. You know yeah, what I mean? You're right because if it, they see me come there and stash, yeah, game over. It would be a an automatic sale, and then once you shave, they'll be like, actually, like what? What just happened? Yeah, was it? You know what? Was no, that Larry mind. Bird? Was Larry Bird just in here? <laughs> well, they well they just it would be a one time thing because once you would shave it, they'd be like, mm-hmm. nah, never mind, I'm over it. Can't trust this guy. I'd walk in in, in April. They'd, be, they'd say, "Who's this clown? <laughs> Who's this youngin? Who's this wannabe Jim Nance?" Let's go to grind my gears. We saved it. Okay. We saved the best for last. Actually, this isn't the last thing we're going to do in the show, but you do save the best. Stay for last. in tune for Nine Hundred Athlete of the Week for sure. Grind my gears. I got something, and it happened to me this morning. Picture this: you're thinking of something, right? And it's right there on the tip of your tongue. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. It's not on the tip of your tongue. You're so far away from this thing that you're thinking about. And then it gets closer again. You're like, oh, there it is. I have it. Oh, no, I don't have it anymore. And it goes way, way far, farther away from your brain. And this happens to me because I'm not as smart as everybody else. I'm like one of the dumber people in <laughs> Long Beach. But does that ever happen to you? Where it's there and then it's gone. Doesn't that freaking piss you off? Yeah, all, yeah, absolutely. It happens to me all the time. I was thinking. So basically, what you're saying is you had a really good grandma gears this morning, and you and you don't know this. <laughs> is, that, is that the point? Basically, do you even know what it was like? Was it was it for the show? It wasn't for the show. I, it was for. I was trying to think of a soccer player that plays for Switzerland. Me and my roommate, Jake Jake Armstrong, we were thinking of this guy, and it was on the tip of my tongue, and mm-hmm. then it it was gone. His, his name is Shakiri, by the way. That was the guy. Oh, so it's you still have there it now. now. Well, yeah, because now, well, I, uh, Word Association, Shakiri, Shakira. Shakira. Yeah. So it's, that's that's how yeah. I know. That sounds frustrating, Paul. I can't imagine. Um, I know I, you, well, I you know. tell us it's hard to be you, but then you actually give us examples, and I'm like, holy moly. We get it. You're smarter than I am. No one said that. No one said well, that. Well, we're all implying it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to sit here and deny it. I'm just going to let you say that. Um, grab my gears. Is what we're doing. You want to hear what mine is? Yes. <laughs> I'm wearing. All right. Here's the fact. I'm wearing wearing socks with holes in them right now. <laughs> Here, let's just get the facts out on the table. And the there's the most grossy so, thing I've ever heard. Yeah, by the I know. Way. This I is know. the most grossy thing I've ever heard. What grinds my gears is that it's so frustrating. Like it's so annoying to have holes with socks in them. It just nags on you, nags on you. But what's so frustrating is that shopping is like one notch even more annoying. Like I don't want to go shopping. This was your. This was kind of part of your grandma gears last. This week. is kind of like one of the biggest shopping. problems in my life. Yeah. So do I. That's why I wear the same stuff over and over, and I have for years. It's just like, when when do I really want to go shopping? All it's gonna take Never. is twenty minutes. Never drive a store, get some socks. But I just. I'm just going to grit it out for months on end with these holes in my socks. If you really want to know the truth, I'm also wearing underwear that is like the the uh, the waist oh is not like uh, elastic. Wow, anymore. it's that old? Well, it's it's somewhat elastic, but it, the elasticity is not what it should be, and that's very very. So your your sa- your underwear is sagging right now. Yes, that's pro- problematic. I know, but like, do I want to make a run to the store for socks and underwear? When if I really just play my cards right for the next eight months, I might get it for Christmas in my stocking. But you know what I just realized? I think we can just go online. See, Is that I, even tougher? I, it is. And what I think it is is because I don't know if some people have their credit cards saved on their computer 
But every time I like remotely try to shop online and then have to enter in all my credit cards, your stuff, wallet, you don't have your wallet. I'm out. Well, you, you ever do it where you are about to buy something <laughs> and, and you, you don't, don't have your wallet? That's a classic it's like one too. Else, yeah. And then I'm just like, oh, I'll do it later. That well, happens to me all the time. With me, it's more just that I don't want to like reach in my back pocket, take out my wallet, enter in the credit card. Because I'm, I don't know. No, it's a lot. <laughs> Shopping sucks. You're right. Shopping sucks, people. That's why December is not my favorite month because you have to shop. Yeah. Because December is cool. You know what I was going to bring up is that December has lately been, I think I, I've hyped it up so much in my own brain that it's been disappointing. I can see that. It's still a top five month probably, but like you, it's November and it's you're, top like, six for you're sure. like, I can't wait for December. I can't wait for December. And then it's Dece. No, November is an underrated month, by the very, way. Very, very, very. So if, you, if you're telling me November is one of the worst months, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Stop. Like how can that? How can that happen? It's Thanksgiving top for sure. Thanksgiving, dude. What a freaking sweet ho- holiday that is. Super underrated. Yeah. Remember we were talking about gr- that grinding my gears a long time ago. People that were looking past Thanksgiving. You remember that? Yeah. You know I'm big live in the present guy. Me too. Just got back from yoga this morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the 908 athlete of the I'm week. I'm earthy, dude. My feet are closer to the ground than you. Yours are. Yeah, because you got holes in your Yeah, they're not separated by a thin layer of (laughs) manufactured fiber or whatever. Gold toes? I don't know. (laughs) 908 Athlete of the Week, Long Beach State Point Guard, Deshaun Booker. We were just talking about how he spells his name different than some other Deshauns. Mm -hmm. But he's one heck of a point guard, that's for sure. 20 points, career high, in that win over Santa Barbara, including the coast-to-coast layup for the dub. He went 8 for 11 from the field. It's pretty. I'm not a numbers guy, but that's a pretty good percentage. Oh yeah. You know what I was talking about today? You know how I'm not a numbers guy, but when you think of the number five, what do you? What's the next number that you think of? Ten. Okay. See, mine is twelve because of the seating of March Madness. Five then tw- five plays a twelve. Seat. Yeah. If I th- if somebody says one, I go oh, sixteen. Isn't mm-hmm. that kind of weird? I'm just talking about this today. I'm a roundup guy. So, like, if anything's over five, it's ten. Might as well be. Marcus Welby. If, so, I, if I had ten beers last night, you know I had at least more than four. <laughs> you had 15. <laughs> that's, that's, that's called. You might as well have 15. I probably had five. That's how, well, that's how you look cool amongst people. Shout, shout to this was, this was supposed to be Deshaun Booker's segment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Deshaun Booker. 908 Athlete of the Week, Deshaun Booker. He actually went off in that game. I don't know if you you, you didn't watch it. You, to, you told me. But he banged a couple big threes. I think he's going to have a – if he plays well – I know we talk about the big guys playing well. If they play well, we win. But I think they're going to play well no matter what. If he comes out hot and he can start shooting the three ball, he facilitates the offense a little, a little bit, I think they're going to do it. Deshaun Booker. You know what I've always said about Kesha You heard Paul. it here first. Kesha? Yeah, if you can get her, Booker. <laughs> so. That's – one of the truest things I've ever heard. That's that's it. Booker, I'm looking forward to seeing you at the Honda Center. We were hey, by the way, we were supposed to do that new segment where we get the people to call in. Oh, forgot about that. We didn't forget because the actually our listeners didn't follow instructions. You're supposed to DM us mm-hmm. uh, you uh, you wanted to be on the show and a reason why you want to be on the show and we got actually zero of those DMs. So we got a couple tweets at us. We did get but, some tweets. But we said DM. Yeah, we did so, say DM. Hey, follow the rules, guys, huh? 
So hey, same thing. And as, girls, and girls. Yeah, 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 and actually, girls. mostly girls. Actually, yeah, for sure, for sure, mostly girls. We'd love to have a girl on the show. <laughs> Twi- quick John Grossi Twitter update from like three months ago when I got it. Still haven't got a DM, so I don't know what's <laughs> going on. I don't know what I have to do here. At John Grossi nine oh eight. I'm hot. Also follow us nine oh eight sports. Check out all the good stuff. Check out the videos that we do on lb908.com or our Facebook page, 908 Sports. Follow us on 908 Sports Facebook page. I don't I don't really know how Facebook works nowadays, but you can like the page and follow the page. That, like, what the hell yeah, is what that? What is that? What is that? Producer Nick? Producer Nick? Notifications. Notifications? Notifications. Okay. Okay. So if you care about that page and you want to see what they post all the time, you follow it. Okay. But if you like it, it'll show up in your feed. Every now and then, yeah. Every now and then. We want to hear from you. 908 Sports, follow us. Life is great in the 908, John. Shoot or shoot, Paul. So shoot your shot. Yeah. Huh. Know what I mean? Uh. What you gonna do when I come through, babe? Stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, to enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away our net, hang time. what you wanna do? Tell me, what you gonna do when I come through, bang? You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy, know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach, too fun to lay up, catch you on a rebound, game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna do? Hang time, y'all, you know what I'm saying?